Hey, everybody, it's Legal Queen LA, and we are back with yet another episode of The Royalty Room. But today is even more special because we have an artist here from Los Angeles himself named Air the Prophecy. <laughs> What's going on, man? It's Air the Prophecy. We're on Royalty Room. Let's get it. Talk that talk. Okay. I'm super, super, super excited for you to be here. Um, thank you for making this drive. I know it's not always easy. Yeah. But I heard that you just released a music video to one of your best, newest releases. Yeah. One of my favorites, actually. It's called Off the Rip. Is it your favorite song altogether or? I would say overall, yeah, it's my favorite. Wow. Yeah. I think it just I speaks to like, um, like, the embodiment of the project the most to me. Oh, okay. So let's play this off the rip and then we'll talk about the project. I'ma say this off the rip, off the rip. I don't like none of you niggas. I don't care about where Period. you from. I give a fuck about your hitters, boy. Don't play with me. I get to them commas, ain't no hating me. Whipping all these foreigns, y'all done sold them into slavery. I'm cut though. Every time a thotty make her butt poke, grip hold on her waist. You think I'm trying to make her gut choke? Ridiculous. Niggas didn't think that I was serious. What? Thought that I would flop. I'm like, I can't believe I'm hearing this. You crazy? What the fuck you think I come this far for? Pig game Harry Potter with the wand. Fuck a dark lord, Crucio. I should keep a Draco like I'm Lucius. Eyes low. I ain't stupid young, but I be stupid rich. Game plan. I can never stop till I'm a made man. I ain't never switching up. You know I got the same twin Imperial. Okay, so first of all, yeah. LA artist, and you're on top of LA in this video. How did that feel making the video? Honestly, I, th I just thought it made the most sense um, just to kind of like have the city in the background. Cause I mean, the song was 100% based off like how I feel about the city. And, um, and as a whole, I would say um, the song really just come from like what I think the state of LA culture is. So there's a lot of haters, a lot of people don't want to see you win. Mm. And then there's a lot of people who just like expect you to fail immediately. Like the moment you have a dream, a goal, et cetera, like they just like throw their failures on you and expect you to have the same thing. So that's kind of like why the song started so, you know, like tough where it's yep. like, I don't like- You came in hot. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, and it just like, a lot of people too try to base like, I'm oh, I'm from the east side of LA, I'm from the west side of LA, I'm from the north. Like, I don't care which side you're from, like, bro, if you're not rocking with what I got going on, I don't fuck with y'all either. Right. I don't know if I can say that. Can I cut? You can say whatever you want. Okay, it's so, your show. Yeah, like, that was just it for me. Like, I just think, like, taking a punch at the haters, that was it. Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. You said, um, you mentioned the state of L.A. Mm -hmm. Do you mean as far as um, the competitiveness and, and crab in a barrel mentality? Or what did you mean by that? Yeah, I would say competitiveness, but I don't feel like it's very competitive. I just feel like it's, it's very... Uh, more jealousy than anything. Mm. Like it's, it's instead of seeing somebody winning and think I'm gonna go harder, they like I'm he winning. I'm gonna take what he got, Ooh. whether if it's his life or his chain, his car, whatever the case may be. It's just it's not. There's no competitiveness involved in it. Yeah. It's yeah. giving shysty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think going off of that? What do you think about the state of LA? LA's music industry in terms of the music industry as a whole i think we 
we really have some of the best artists in the world. I just think the problem is nobody like to, no one likes to like show each other off or just like help each other, promote each other, work together enough to where we can build off of each other. It's more like, nah, he sound better than me. I don't want to work with him. I don't yeah. like him. Or, you know, he doing better than me. I don't rock with him. Like, not, you know, that's a person I'll pay for a feature or let me tap in with some people and see if I can, you know, get on a song with him. It's just more like, I don't like him. I don't like him and you don't know him. What what is it? Because I've gotten that too. I've only been here um, a little bit over four years, and mm -hmm. I've gotten that like almost immediately. What is it in the water out here? I don't I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy because like I grew up over towards like mid city area, right off of like La Cienega and Cadillac, and I feel like it was a community there. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of artists that came from over there, like Big Sad. Uh, we got you know. Dope videographer, dancer, Cooley. Um, just a lot of dope talent, but like everybody was locked in. Like I I didn't even know really what a hater was until I moved outside of that area. Mm. So it's crazy to like see it. And I really don't know where it comes from, but it's just, I think it's just people don't like to see somebody else win before then. Right. And it just become a culture in LA. Like it's everywhere. It's really like a sickness. So what is Air in his artistry going to do to try and um, shift that around? So for me, um, like my ultimate goal at the end of like, you know, whatever my music journey is, but or even while I'm, you know, still making music and actively like on tours and things like that is just finding dope talent and putting them, putting the spotlight on them. That's just something we don't have. And it's like, it's based off who you know yeah, and um, and how many followers you got, not yep. how good the music <laughs> is or how viral you are. Like, if you climb up a, a light pole and jump off, now people want to hear what you got to say or whatever the case may be. But if the music is good, it don't really matter if you don't know this person or that person. So for me, it's just kind of tapping into, like, the heart of L.A. and the music scene, like, really going to places that I where I started like these um, showcases and things like that sending people to like tap in with the promoters and find out who's like really hot like hot in the city so that's something I've always wanted to do and um that's something I like I practice like even now like I'm not where I want to be but if I hear a dope artist and I like if I know someone who I feel like can help them mm -hmm. I send them that way support yeah that's big. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely like one of the biggest things that is missing here. So mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Um, you mentioned your upcoming project. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about what that's going to be? Um, yeah. Which I, I've been juggling the name for a bit, but I for sure settled on Comes With Envy. Okay. Um, Which is exactly what we just were talking about. Right. And that's just, I, I feel like, the state of LA. Mm -hmm. um, and... Uh, I feel every time that I've grown and it's it's even started with like my own circle, like people around me. I spent the last year and a half cutting off people that I thought were going to be there once I'm where I needed to be. Gotcha. So that was like crazy for me. And it was difficult just because like you grow up with these people, you think like you know them and they kind of show you a side of them once you start to elevate and they don't. But mm -hmm. my thinking is, well, when I get here, 
you obviously around me, you with me, you got the same resources. And it didn't really, you know, I guess they didn't get that hint or that. Yeah. Hint. So it's just kind of basically talking about, you know, when you get to a certain level, what it kind of comes with. Like people who are going to hate you. They're going to talk down on you. They won't support you. Things like that. People that love you will show they really don't. You know, it's just um, something that I said in a song, like, um, they say they love me when they hate me, but I get you. And it just kind of means like, like you said you something there. Yeah. You yeah. said something. Can you run it back? You love me circumstantially. Like it's, if I'm in the same place as you, that's what you love about me. Mm -hmm. And the moment I elevate, that's when you hate me. That's so, yeah. like a sick mentality. Right. It's very sick. So outside of um, giving those little inklings of hope, Mm -hmm. um, is there anything specific that you want your fans to get from this new project? Um, honestly, it's just, I would say if they were to take anything, it's just keep going. Believe yourself first. I mean, that's all I've done is really believe in myself. I started 2011 and I remember people, you know, telling me like, this ain't it. And when I listen back to it myself, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't it. But, <laughs> but if you listen off the rip, this that's, is it. Yeah, that's you know humility. I mean? so it, that's good. Yeah, so it took me a while to get there, but but I'm there. And um, you just got to keep going, keep showing up for yourself. And that's the most important part about it is believing in yourself even when nobody will. Investing in yourself when nobody will. And then people will gravitate and then they will invest in you. They will believe. Right. Because if you don't do it yourself, why would anybody else? Absolutely. That's yeah. good. I think I think the very first time I met you, which was um opening up for Lil Xan, yeah, um dope. last summer, I think that's something that you'd mentioned that your advice was to whoever wants to follow in your path in mm -hmm. being an artist was not to stop and yeah. don't listen to, you know, whatever anybody has to say. Yeah. Uh and that was something I, I learned um from somebody I really looked up to was Nipsey was to not quit. And you know, you'd right. never know if you're like one moment away from where you're trying to be. And so, you know, you you walk away and, you know, that next step was exactly where you wanted to be. So, you know, I think it's just, I, I like heard that message and fully embodied it and was like, this is, this is it. Like I'm all the way with it, no matter what. So was Nipsey one of your like biggest inspirations growing up? Yeah, I think too, because uh, he was accessible, like, he was around, I, you know, when he remodeled his store, like I was there. No way. Yeah, I was. So. Yeah. And, um, you know, I remember 2014, it was the, one of the craziest, uh, you know, moments ever. But we ended up getting a call. And so they were like, yeah, we you can open up for Nipsey. So this is a. What? Yeah. So we showed up. We actually didn't even get to perform. It was a crazy story. Of course. But, it's L.A. It's Hollywood. Yeah. And it was uh it was like all on the promoter situation. He showed up to the event late and you know Ugh. he was um like, you know, hey bro, I paid Nipsey 14. I gotta put him on. He wanna go on right now. So I'm like, hey, you know, you do business. Right. Do what you gotta do. But I just remember like he walked in, he walked right past me, and I'm like, this is the first time I ever seen him in person. And I was like, I don't know, it's like the way he like moved through the room, it wasn't like disconnected from everybody he felt like a part of the crowd a part of where it's i feel like 
the music industry, a lot of these people seem unreachable. Mm -hmm. And it didn't feel like that when he was there. And he was talking to people. He's shaking hands. And, you know, you're in a, in a room full of people you, pro you know, don't know. Mind right. you, you, you have affiliations. You don't know if these enemies around, whatever the case may be. But, you know, he just moved with, like, hey, like, I'm here. I fuck with everybody. I love that. So, um, you know, that was definitely dope to see that. And, you know, ever since then, I just kind of paid attention to everything he did and um, watched a lot of his interviews because he was, like, one of those people I just felt like always gave back, you know, with a message and, like, drop gems or, you know, just – Anytime that I felt like, man, this is getting rough, it was like, nah, I keep going. So, That's dope. Yeah. Wow. Um, would you say he was like a big musical inspiration or was there someone else that got you into being an artist yourself? Ooh, so I would say music inspiration, yeah, but I would say like my first real music inspiration had to be like Mace. Okay. Mace was like legitimately my first favorite rapper. I thought he was super dope when I heard him. And, um, you know, I wasn't even into music at the time, but that's, like, when I thought of a rapper, I was like, if you're not like Mace, you're probably not that good of a rapper. <laughs> you know, you, you ain't, yeah. like, he had a whole swagger with it, you know what I mean? It, it was just, and, you know, like, I grew up with four sisters, my moms, my aunties, they all loved him. So I'm like, okay, so if I'm like that, all the women gonna The ladies gonna exactly. love you. So, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was something that I paid attention to is like how he carried himself and just how slick he was. And then on top of that, he really had bars. Mm -hmm. He really had bars. So I would say Mace was definitely my first musical influence. Okay. I have um, a question for your your guest. Yes. Um all right. So you talked about um sort of the the disconnectedness of artists in LA. Mm -hmm. Um do you have you seen uh, a rap environment or a city or or a space where you feel like the artists do support each other better? Or do you feel like it's just more indicative of the craft of rap that people are disconnected? Um, I would say so. I went to Atlanta once, and I feel like almost all the artists there know each other. Mm -hmm. They go to the same studios. Mm -hmm. They work with each other. And it's, which is kind of crazy to me because, like, you see, like, a lot of these, like, Atlanta artists who don't get along. But then it's like they all still tapped in. They got people right. that know people that know people, and they all work and they all build like, and they figure out how to settle their differences and still make money. Yeah. So I would, I think it's just based like in LA for sure. But I'm sure there's other places like everywhere it can't be, you know, a humble home where everyone's like shaking hands and you know giving hugs and kisses. So. So you feel like that would be a good model if LA were to change? Then. Yeah, I think so. I mean. Also, too, a lot of L.A. artists that get on, the first thing they do is go to Atlanta. Right. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's the first thing they do is go to Atlanta. They move to Atlanta or, you know, it, and it's the culture out there. And everyone in Atlanta trying to come here. Yeah. So that's kind of like, like how they bridge the gap. How do I get my base in L.A.? These L.A. artists, they get on. Everybody over here kind of work together. So they already own and they just kind of close the gap there. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. Um. We mentioned something about the ladies loving air, yeah. but do we have an announcement? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, the 19th, I just got engaged. Congratulations! Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I know we had to sprinkle that in. 
Honestly, it's it's really been a blessing more than anything. I mean, just to have somebody who rocks with you like 100% and like all the way down to everything that I'm trying to do. When I first met her, you know, I would say it didn't take more than like a month for her to know lyrics to my songs. And I thought that was crazy. That's so cute. Because I've been in relationships with people and like they'll say, oh, I love that song. And then I'm like, what song? Um, I had a song called Madden. They always all knew Madden, but they didn't never knew lyrics. But that was they my, blind. yeah, they just, I feel like they said it because I used to say that was my favorite song. Right. So that's kind of what that was. But yeah, um, and she, she like took a deep dive because she was like singing lyrics and I'm like, dang, you know that? Like, How do you know that song? Yeah, that's in the middle of a project that I really didn't think nobody was paying attention to. So yeah. That's she, real. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. I think um, having a, a partner mm-hmm. who believes in you is probably like the best thing that you can do yeah. for your career. Yeah, absolutely. Or find, I guess. Yeah. Cuz it, it it's it's also like having that partner is really like having somebody else who believes in you is just as much as you believe in yourself. So I never feel like I'm fighting this battle by myself. Cry. I'm yeah. in my bag. Absolutely. I think I'm on a cry. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. I ain't I ain't even that emotional like that, but I you know am. she but she really <laughs> No, she really holds me down for real. She, she dude, that is in. that is great to hear yeah. though, and that is like it's that's hard to find. So you're Absolutely. lucky to have that. I love it. Yeah. I don't even know how to transition. This <laughs> I should have left that for last. Um, speaking of songs and lyrics, mm-hmm. um, what song is? I know "Off the Rip" is one of your top favorites, yeah. but what song is? From the heart that we could go play right now, or maybe on the upcoming project, that really, really means a lot to you. Ooh, from the heart. Um, so there is there is two on the upcoming project. That's definitely from the heart. One is about the lady I proposed to. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And the other one just kind of like talking about um, really how I feel about growing up in LA, and just kind of like how it's kind of changed my views on the world and like, you know, just a lot of things that are going on. I feel like it fully embodies like, you know, a lot of the hate, a lot of the racism, things like that. Um, but if I was to say a song that's already out that people could tap into just to see like me in that element, cause I don't really get in that bag too right. much. Um, it's called Teller. I think it's a really good song. I think it's just a, a vulnerable song and I feel like that's more of a song for women to listen to because a lot of men are probably listen to it and be like, bro, I, I ain't about to do that. Not trying to listen to this, right? Yeah, because cause I feel I feel like we reserve. Like, we don't know how to open up and just tell somebody, like, I'm rocking with you, I love you, I want you, things like that. So, you know, that song just kind of, like, is pushing you to, to do something like that. Like, don't wait or don't, you know, you see somebody that you want and, you know, she really impacting your life and things like that. Better tell her. Tell her how you feel. Mm. Yeah. I know a couple of people that need to listen to that song. If y'all want to go stream it, air the prophecy, tell her. Yes. Go hop in y'all bag and get your prize. Absolutely. Because he didn't already found his because he told her. Oh, we Look, brought it up already? Like found it. We brought it up already. Oh, man. Is this the set? Is this the... Is this the shirt? Nice yeah. jacket. How you do that? Yeah. Saul, you're a genius. I specifically thought, you know, I would wear this jacket because this is like one of my favorites. And this was the first. I bought this jacket to shoot this cover. No way. Yeah. 
Wow. Are we going to play it? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not, well, not y'all know where to find it. Yeah. But the project is called Bad Company. And honestly, all my projects, they like link together. Mm-hmm. So Bad Company, and then there's Star Power, and it comes with Envy. So Bad Company um, really started with um, just kind of like having those voices in my head, like, man, this is too tough. But then also, too, like I had an experience where I probably wouldn't have been here today. You know, by the grace of God, I'm still here. And so um, after going through that, I just had, um, I kind of shut down for a minute and started to really think about life. Like, wow, I'm, uh, like, what am I trying to do? Where am I want to go? I couldn't really write. I, was, I had a real mental block. And, um, you know, once I kind of made it out of that, like, it was like the Bad Company project that got me out of it. Like, finding specific songs and just putting, like, my emotions or how I felt to the, you know, pen to pad. And um, from there, it was like... Star power. Yeah, star power. Like, <laughs> That's dope. You know. So you mentioned something that I feel like we don't talk about enough. Um, writer's block, mm-hmm. mental blocks, et cetera. What do you do um, to kind of force yourself out of that? Um, for me... I think, thankfully, it was just the people I had around me um, at the time. That's mm-hmm. the that's the most important thing is, like, the support system. Yep. Um, but then the other thing is experiences. Like, if you stuck, you got to live life. Mm-hmm. That just means you ain't living enough. If you don't got nothing to write about, you're not living enough. If you feel like you're writing about the same thing, you're not living enough. That's good. So um, that's that's what it was for me. Um, I, I took the time to travel a little bit, but then sit with like my close cousins phase amf um and they kind of just coach me like all right what you want to write about i don't really know so it was just about let's just play a selection of beats like we're gonna kind of force it out of you we're gonna play something and i feel like when you're an artist like it's always that like when you hear a beat and you hear the words it's it just kind of goes hand in hand so that's kind of how it works for me is like playing beats and then just like oh i hear something for this Mm-hmm. And then it would just like bring it out, but I mean, I feel like that one was a little tougher for me because it was a lot of beats I went through. It was it was a long process, and nothing was like sounding right. It wasn't resonating with you. No, nah. And it was because too, I had never been in this type of space in my life before, to where I was really like mentally affected by something. Wow. So um, it was just about how to get that out, and then how to like still give like who I am at the same time and in the project. Like, I didn't want to just go in and like completely emotionally like bring the vibes down with the project, but I still wanted to give like who I am, like fun, turned up, you know, have a good time, but also tell my story a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you feel um, being in LA and even from LA mm-hmm. and an artist, do you feel pressure to kind of conform or pressure to go with I guess you said not change. Do you feel pressured to change because of what everybody expects? Honestly, I've never really paid attention to what people expect from me. Oh, keep talking that talk. Yeah, I think um, I think that's where I think that slows people down a lot mm. when you put expectations on people. Like I can, you know, stop on the side of a road and help somebody change a tire, and then once my tire go flat, I can't expect nobody to help me, right? Because nobody owes me anything. And that's kind of how I look at life. Like, nobody owes me anything. So 
no matter what you do for somebody. Like if you do something, you know, with the purpose of them owing you, like it was no reason for you to do it. It wasn't genuine. I feel like from the moment I met you hmm. uh, consistently until right now, I feel like you're very humble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that may be the missing ingredient Okay, here in L.A. So let me just say this. Only because I recently just said this. I um, I feel like I used to use the word humble a lot as well. And then I was watching an interview and this guy said, you ever looked up the definition of humble? That's whack. And I'm like, nah, I never looked it up. And so when I looked it up, I realized like, oh, that's not me. That's not you? That's not me. No. If you've ever looked up the definition of humble is basically to show like. Oh, uh, oh there we got go. it. Having or showing a. Uh, a modest or low estimate. low estimate of one's importance. I don't feel like I show a low estimate of my importance. Oh, like I'm no. Very yeah. That, that isn't what people use humble as. Right. So. Yeah, of low or social administrative no. rank. Absolutely, I'm a boss. I've never looked up that word. I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody's ever even yeah. prompted me to look into that statement. Yeah, he definitely prompted me to look into that. And when I so did. be humble, sit down is really, uh, shut the f- up. Yeah, it's really belittling yourself. Wow. Yeah. So what would you call it? What would you call air? Honestly, I just got a good spirit. That's it. Yeah, I would say, I would say, damn. What is a better? What is a word that means what we mean yeah. when we say humble? I don't know, but uh, when y'all figure it out, that's what I'm going to go with. Y'all let us know in the comments, because right now, my um, I got a Black's Law Dictionary right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you need a word to replace that, though. I think it's the like, way he said it is good enough. I mean, but, you know. Yeah, I think I think just having a good spirit, that's, that's really what it's about. I feel like that's why that people is. call people humble, is that, like, you know, you're really down to earth you're really nice you're you know you're not overly confident or cocky or whatever the case yeah. may be um you know and i, I just feel just like a good person yeah i just feel like the way they're trying to describe it is just having a good spirit like a good spirited person somebody who you know cares about other people who wants to see other people win who's not you know afraid to like take the time out invest into other people and what mm-hmm. they're doing and believe in what they're doing showing support so you know wow Dang, I love when I learn new stuff on my show. Yeah. Cause thank you. Um, coming up, mm-hmm. um, the project's gonna be here soon. Um yes. what if somebody wants to go see you while they're out in LA, what do we have coming up as far as shows or or events? So um right now we got a show in Hollywood, January. 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that about? That's also the day that the magazine releases. What um, magazine? So I just featured on um, Underground Magazine, Issue 9. A um, lot of dope artists, a lot of dope talent. Um, it's, it, I think something like that is really important for the culture because that literally embodies support. Yeah. Building each other up, 
like working the, um, with each other. Yeah. The freshman class mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, shout out Trapovsky, man. He's really doing something dope with that. The whole underground team. Uh, you Is know, it LA-based? Underground magazine? LA-based, okay. yes. Um, I believe they're from Oxnard. Uh, honest, uh, yeah. But California. But California yeah. based, yeah. Well, now they're in LA though. With, mm-hmm. in LA with it, so, um, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing that they're doing over there is is really bringing a lot of artists together. It gives us the opportunity to really talk on a level to where we can support each other and tell each other, like, "Yo, what you're doing is dope," mm-hmm. or, you know, "I want to get behind what you're doing," or, you know, "If I could help," or, "How can I work with you?" Wow, so that's I, good. Yeah. So collaboration wise, mm-hmm. um, what's a collaboration you've done that has really, you know, shaped your your career or or mm-hmm. really given you something that you hadn't gotten before? So I got a song which is not out yet, but it's oh yeah, T. I know. Um, I really don't know too. I got to tap in with him and see, but um, it was with a, a West Coast legend, um, Prodigy, from South Central Cartel. Okay. He hit me up maybe like mid 2023 and was like, yo, I got, he sent me, he was like, I got a beat for you. He sent it to me. And I would say that I, in the hour I had a verse, called him back like, you want me to come record it now? He's like, come tomorrow. So I came, I dropped the verse. He was like, we just need a hook. I'm driving home, maybe 15 minutes on the way home. I hit him back. I got a hook. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to turn around? I love it. <laughs> So yeah. Um, did you turn around? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I came back the next day. Okay. Okay. But yeah, like that's something I think I always learned from him, like, you know, because he's been in the game. He was signed to Def Jam for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He produced some of the biggest hits, like, you know, the This Is How We Do with Montel Jordan, um, Tracks for Tupac, Ice Cube. So um, you know, he's always giving game and like, you know, telling me like the ins and outs and I think just kind of working with him and seeing how to put a like record together that was timeless mm-hmm. or that I feel could be timeless was something to take away from and um, definitely step my game up on like how I arranged music. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. Um, in terms of someone that you would love to work with in the future, mm-hmm. um, do you have anybody that is at the top of the top of the list? Yeah. I have, I have two. They kind of like neck and neck. Cause it's definitely gonna be Mace, man. If I can get Mace on a, on a track, it's, it's up. And then Adam Mace, Levine. we coming for you. Yeah, Adam Levine is number two. Adam Levine. Yeah. What? Uh, he's a music genius, man. Like I remember when Room Five really blew uh-huh. up. Like, and it's crazy because I listen to songs like this, but it's not my vibe a hundred percent when I to put it out. Mm-hmm. But I write them all the time. I don't know. It's like I'm just I'm getting used to opening up and. Showing my vulnerable side. That's what it is. But that's dope. That's um, that's growth, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it's not it's not your your normal face. You have right. to tap into a different different yeah. space to even get there. That reminds me of the um the his collaboration Maroon Five and um, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Payphone. Yes. That music video is one of my favorite music videos there ever was. Every I think that was the time that I realized. I want to do a song with Adam Levine, mm-hmm. seeing that video, but then hearing how like he came together with a rap artist, because like, you know, like I've heard Maroon Five in like one space only to me. Right. So to to see him branch out to like our side of it and then make in a like a big hit like that, yeah. I was like, that's what I need to do a song with. That was really and cool. and he's done it with like multiple artists. Like it, 
you know, it didn't stop with Wiz Khalifa. Um, but I just feel like if I do something with him, it's going to be definitely special and it's a going classic. to the moon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mace, Adam Levine, you know where to find yeah. us. <laughs> be at the door. Um, as far as your performances, you have a bunch of performances coming up, mm -hmm. uh, a quote unquote tour, yeah. if you will. Absolutely. What is your, if you have one, pre-performance ritual? Man, um, honestly, this one's going to sound crazy because I, I do this every show and it really started on the way to my first show. I turn on Kanye. Oh my gosh. The whole <laughs> the whole drive, the whole drive to the show. All Kanye, Kanye. All Kanye. What era? Uh college dropout. You know, honestly, I I've liked almost all eras. I like there's probably one Kanye album I didn't like. Which one? Um it might have been The Life of Pablo or something. Was I don't it? even know what the album. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one I really didn't listen to, but everything else I've I've always tapped in. Um, you know, I know he's quote unquote crazy, but I think he's still a genius. Like I, I think I think there's always something to take from everybody that we deem crazy. And yeah. We just have to really sit down and, and listen to the message. I mean, it's always little things. Like yeah. I've I've watched like some of his interviews where people was like, Oh, he's spazzing out. And then like I played it back twice and I'm like, Hold on, he's saying something. You know? <laughs> so all right, we're not going 400 yeah. years of slave on no, this show. Now, I don't know about the 400 <laughs> years of slave, but, you know, it's just a few things. But, yeah, that's that's probably, like, my rituals. I play Kanye. I would say all day is, like, my number one. I probably play that, like, four times. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, anytime I go to a show to see people perform, if I know whose show I'm going to, obviously, mm -hmm. I pregame their music on my way to my show. Yeah. You know, so if you're pregaming to a, a huge, huge artist, mm -hmm. you know, star power yeah it's what you're gonna get absolutely so i get it yeah I, get it. I think it's hard too to like pregame to my music only because i i'm already going there to perform the music right. i know the lyrics <laughs> and so you know it's just kind of and i don't listen to a lot of artists i don't listen to a lot of music um and when i do listen to music it's people that are not like big artists on a daily basis i listen to like my homies things like that oh that's good yeah. that's so nice i don't i don't really ever hear Many people say that. Mm -hmm. um, they'd mostly just say either, you know, their favorite artist or themselves. Yeah. Like, those are the only two things. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that you are mm -hmm. supporting your your friends as well. Because yeah. I think as much as you can support them, they're going to support you. Yeah. You know? Not that they owe me that or nothing, but yeah. But think, it's, yeah. it's not like <laughs> right. an expectation, but it's just like, right. you know, I'm going to post you. Eventually, I'm sure you're going to no, post yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I, I think we rock with each other. Um, and I feel like their music is just as good as anybody else's right now. Mm -hmm. So that's why I listen to it, just because it's, it's close to home. And it, I feel like it's, it, I relate to it more. Like, you know, once you get to a certain level, like, you know, the message just seems sometimes to get a little more distant. Yeah. So... Lil Baby once said, oh. it's enough money in here for all of us. Absolutely. I'm going to post your music, okay? Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and I think that's why like Lil Baby is so successful is that he one of those people that tap in with everybody. And two is, you know, like he lived life, but he still stayed to his core. Like, and does. And that's, in and on business. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to have to stand on that with him one time. 
and will. Yeah. Okay, we're manifesting all the things. Yeah, okay, for sure. And um, as far as over the next, well, over the twenty twenty four, what are your girl goals, plans, mm-hmm. ideas? Where do you want to be at the end of this year? Uh, so tour for sure. Just maybe maybe two, one at the beginning of the year, which is already in the works, and then one at the end of the year. And uh, I West say, Coast, national, international. Honestly, I just want to mix all of it. I want to touch everywhere. Yeah, I feel like I got a message for everybody. So, um, you know, and I would say I want at least two projects. So I'm already got one coming. You know. Should be out by March. I'm hoping March. I, th- mm-hmm. I think March. I mean, it's practically ready. It's just arranging it and getting all the, like, pieces ready. Perfection. Um, yeah. Take some time. Absolutely. I don't want to give y'all nothing half-assed. Right. Um, But then, too, I got so much music recorded, I could probably drop one at the end of the year as well. Already stocked up? Yeah. I got... If you had to guesstimate, how many, how many songs are in the vault right now? Hmm. Is that included, including like songs that I've written and haven't recorded? Or, no, no, okay. no, 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 that's cheating. Okay, because I have, because <laughs> I have songs that are written, I haven't recorded, but I got the beats. I bought everything. I just, just really, I just, yeah. I have mad songs that I've written too, but I, personally, I don't know that they'll ever be recorded, so I can't count them. I feel like that my songs will definitely get recorded. It's just that when I get into like a pocket, I'm like, this is where I, this is what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's what I focus on. But um, you know, okay. So outside of the songs, just that's written. Uh, hmm. I would say I have a few hundred. Wow. Yeah. Recorded. Already recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely enough for another couple of yeah of projects. I'll probably drop two projects this year. Three what? in total. Oh. But oh I'm, wait, most important question: Are you gonna be married next year? No. So. Definitely 2025. That's a good around year. There, yeah. That's a good year. Yeah, because, I mean, I got a lot going on, too. And, you know, we're trying to take the time to, like, live a little more, travel. And, um, you know, that's probably what y'all going to hear about a lot in the music is, like, more experiences, more life. You know, I'm going to be uh, overseas a lot this year. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. I would love to hear more of everything that you were saying mm-hmm. about your your soon-to-be wife because there's not enough of that yeah. in music. It's mm-hmm. always bitches and hoes. Yeah. And I'm tired of it. Right, absolutely. I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Jay-Z refer to Beyonce as his bitch one time or something like that? Probably did because yeah. everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone does it. Yeah, you'll absolutely never get that from me. She don't got a bitch, you know, bone, bone in her, her body. body at all. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. See, this just goes all the way back to the the good person. Yeah. Screw the humble. We not doing that no more. Cut. Yeah. And you know, while while we're back on the humble top topic, mm-hmm. I did see it was either an interview or some type of video, and they were like, "Don't tell me to be humble mm-hmm. because I should feel this way about myself. Yeah, I absolutely. should feel like my music is this mm-hmm. good because I'm the one that you know believes yeah. in it. I should." feel higher don't mm-hmm. you know sit me down yeah. don't cut cut me down yeah and i think too like you know just to say like 
showing up for yourself, believing in yourself. If nobody else is believing you and you humble, you ain't going nowhere. Oh, wow. You, you're not going nowhere. That's good. Yeah. I think I think that's like the perfect gem to mm -hmm. take us out with. So yeah. thank you. Um, I really, really, really have enjoyed, um, you know, spending time with you on the set. And I thank you for coming down here. And I'm so excited for what this year has yes. in store for you. Thank you for having me. It was definitely a dope experience. I feel like, you know, I got to express a little more than I usually do. So Yes, yeah. please do. And is there anything um, else? And you don't have to. Is there mm -hmm. anything else you feel like we need to hear from you or any type of um, advice maybe you didn't get earlier mm -hmm. that you want to leave us with? Mm. Honestly, I don't feel like there was, like, any advice. I just feel like the only thing that, or maybe there was, like, I really didn't have it early on was, like, don't quit. Because there was a lot of periods of times where, like, I slowed down. I didn't quit, but, like, slowing down is just right, and quitting is almost the same thing. So, you know, just keep going. I said, like, if anybody could tell you anything, keep going. I love that. Well... Thank you guys so, so, so much for joining us for another episode of the Royalty Room Podcast. Um, follow Air the Prophecy on all platforms, um, streaming and social media. Yes, like, comment, subscribe, all the things at Legal Queen LA. We will be back with more Royalty Room and more tea every other Monday. See you next time. <laughs>